0: What's going on, Far, Far Away family? Welcome to Star Wars in 10. So how's everyone doing on this wonderful Friday? I hope all is well on your side of the galaxy because it has been hot as hell out here on the outer rim, or in my part of the world. We have done had three days of record-breaking heat, and my body doesn't react well to the heat. Ever since I got whatever this is, you put me in the heat for like an hour, and it's like I've been here for three days. I get so fatigued. And that's why we're going to jump right into the story. Plus, we were right in the middle of Xana and Bane's fight when the episode came to an end yesterday. So I want to hurry up and get back to see what's going on. Oh, before we get into the intro, I wanted to give everybody a quick reminder that this season is coming to an end in the next couple of episodes. And I know we didn't do a mid-season giveaway like we usually do, but with my health issues and some other complication, we're just going to do a big end-of-the-season giveaway. So if you are new to the show, all you have to do to enter the giveaway is email us at sway.audio at gmail.com. There is a link in the description. And tell us what you think of the show, good or bad. And that's it. That will automatically enter you into this giveaway, which should be sometime next week. Okay, now let's get to the show. But first, we got to drop the Intro
1: well you, you are now tuned in to a Star Wars show, so just sit back and be ready to float. Save your mind, a what you know, and let the Force be the course of where we go. As we take this journey far, far away, now let's hear what Darth Vader has to say. We would be honored if you would join us. Bane sensed the attack, bracing himself. He had encouraged Xana's training in Sith sorcery, knowing she might very well use it against him one day. If it turned out he wasn't strong enough to survive, Then he wasn't worthy of being the Dark Lord of the Sith. That didn't mean he was unprepared, however. Dark Side sorcery was complex. It attacked the psyche in ways that were difficult to explain, and even more difficult to defend against. Bane had no talent for it, yet he had done his best to study the techniques. What he learned was that the only real counter was the victim's strength of will. Xana's assault began as a sharp pain in his skull like a hot knife, stabbing directly into his brain before carving down to slice the two hemispheres in half. Then the knife exploded, sending a million burning shards in every direction. Each one burrowed into his subconscious, seeking out buried fears and nightmares, only to rip them free and haul them to the surface. Bane let out a scream and dropped to his knees. When he stood up, the sky was thick with a swarm of flying horrors. Their wings were torn and ragged, leather flaps of skin hanging from exposed bone. Their bodies were small and malformed, their twisted legs ending in long, sharp talons. Their flesh was a sickly yellow, the same color as the faces of the miners who had died in Apatras after being trapped in a gas-filled chamber. Their features were inhuman, but their burning eyes were unmistakable. Each creature was staring at him with the hate-filled gaze of his abusive father. As one, they swooped down on him, their mouths screeching out a cry that sounded like his father's name. (laughs) Swinging his lightsaber wildly at the demon flock, Bane crouched low to the ground, his free hand coming up to cover his face and ward off the talons clawing at his eyes. As the swarm enveloped him, he caught a glimpse of Xana standing a few meters away, her face frozen in a mask of intense concentration. Bane knew it was a trick. The beasts weren't real, they were just figments of his imagination, born from the repressed memories of his childhood. His greatest fears manifested in physical form, but he had conquered these fears long ago. He had turned his fear of his abusive father into anger and hate, the tools that had given him the strength to endure and eventually escape his life in Apatros. He knew how to defeat these demons, and he struck back unleashing a primal scream he channeled his terror into pure rage and lashed out with the dark side it tore through the swarm in a burst of searing violet light utterly obliterating them Bzana watched as bane huddled against the ground his lightsaber flailing wildly at invisible ghosts but she didn't let her concentration falter bane's mind was strong if she let up even for an instant he might break free of the spell
0: We love bringing you more Star Wars. And it is because of our partners that we can do this week after week. So we invite you to be one of those partners. For as little as a dollar a month, you can help us keep this going. Your support will give us the ability to create future episodes, as well as provide you with the best sounding show on your playlist. All you have to do is go to the show notes and click that listener support link. Now let's get back to the show.
1: For a second, she thought she had won as Bane let out a shriek. But the burst of energy that followed sent her reeling backward. Regaining her balance, she saw that Bane was on his feet again, and she knew he had resisted the spell. But she still had one more surprise for her master. Again, she opened herself up to the dark side. This time, however, she didn't attack Bane directly. Instead, she let it flow through her, drawing it from the soil and stone of Ambria itself. She called to power buried for centuries, summoning it up to the surface in wispy tendrils of dark smoke snaking up from the sand. The thin tendrils crawled along the ground, reaching for one another, twining themselves together into writhing tentacles each several meters long. Then, in response to her unspoken command, the tentacles rose up and lashed out at her foe. Bane saw the strange black mist crawling across the dirt and knew this was no illusion. Somehow Xana had given substance and corporeality to the dark side, transforming it into half a dozen shadowy serpent-like minions rising up from the ground. Suddenly the tendrils flew at him. He slashed out with his lightsaber to chop the closest one in half, but the blade simply passed through the black mist with no effect. Bane threw himself to the side, but the tip of the tentacle still brushed against his left shoulder. The material of his clothes melted away, as if it had been splashed with acid. A chunk of flesh beneath simply dissolved, and Bane screamed in agony. Once, Orbalisks had fused themselves to his body with a burning chemical compound so intense it had nearly driven him mad. Ten years ago, they had been removed when Bane's flesh had been literally cooked by a concentrated blast of his own Violet Lightning. During her interrogation, Sarah had pumped him full of a drug that it felt like it was eating him alive from the inside. But the excruciating pain he felt from the mere touch of the dark side Tendril was unlike anything Bane had ever experienced before. The damage was far from life-threatening, but it nearly sent Bane into shock. He fell hard to the ground, his jaw slack, and his eyes rolling back into his head. His mind was reeling from the brief contact. The pain radiated through every nerve in his body. But what he felt went far beyond any mere physical sensation. It was not the raw heat of the dark side, but rather the empty chill of the void itself spreading through him. It touched every synapse in his mind. It clawed at the core of his spirit. In that instant, he tasted utter annihilation, and felt the true horror of absolute nothingness. Somehow he managed to stay conscious, and when the next tendril coiled in, he was able to scramble to his feet and roll out of the way. His wounded shoulder was still throbbing, but the hollow darkness that had threatened to overwhelm him had faded, allowing him to ignore the pain. The tendrils were massing for another assault, moving faster as Xana fed them with a steady stream of power. Bane unleashed violet lightning from his fingers. But when the bolts struck the sinewy black forms, they were absorbed with no apparent effect. They were made of pure dark side energy, and there was no way he could harm them. That left him with only one option. Kill Xana before the tentacles killed him. <laughs>
0: Now that is some horrifying stuff, Sith sorcery is nothing to mess around with, and Zane is putting it out there, like she was watering a lawn with a hose. Bane is doing everything he can to combat it, but he is starting to waver. He should know that it isn't real, and he does at first, but when the black tendrils are released, his mind starts to believe they're real, and he starts to react if it is so. But he knows that he must take Zane out to get it to stop, and that's where this part comes to an end. I keep thinking of Cogniz, she is just watching this whole thing play out. I know she had to be like, Bane is going crazy. He's just fighting the air. If I was cognizant, I would be voting for Xana to win. That's why I'd want to be my new master. Because whatever she is doing was way better than what Bane was doing. Because he is losing his mind. And Xana is just standing there doing nothing. Okay, that's it for today. Join us Monday to see how this all plays out. We hope to see you there. Thank you for listening to Star Wars in 10. Tune in next time for more Star Wars adventures. If you would like to listen to other episodes of the show, you can follow us on all major podcast directories. If you enjoyed the show, we would really appreciate a five-star review. Once again, thank you for listening and may the Force be with you. Star Wars in 10 was created by Keen Eye Shed and is distributed by Swaycast Network. This show was produced by Pig Film Media, sound designed by Theodore Thompson, researched by Leslie Schneider. I am your host, Kyle, and we will see you next time in a galaxy far, far away.